Hi, I'm George Stalker, and this is LastWeekend.net for the week ending August 21st, 2021. There are no releases this week, but lots of interesting tidbits nonetheless. If you read just one article this week, you'll want to check out The Myth of the Treasure Fox. The link below, of course. Get the drop on sorting. Kevlin Henney does a deep dive on the drop sort, a sorting algorithm that sorts by dropping elements in the collection. Now, this is not as useless as it immediately appears, and Kevlin explains why. It's engaging and an informative post. In a screenshot that is strangely alluring, Martine shows off what VB looks like in the brave new world of .NET 6 with a pattern-based XML literal. Now, if I were to rate Visual Basic on this screenshot alone, I would give it a 12 out of 10. Having worked in Visual Basic, I give it a 4 out of 10. Now, it's slightly ahead of the readability of ECMAScript 5 and slightly behind Python. These ratings, of course, are final. Chat Wars. How Microsoft tried and failed to keep MSN compatibility with AIM. That's AOL Instant Messenger. Now, if you're old enough to remember what those things are, if they were still alive, they would have graduated college by now and be grumbling about the state of the job market. I mean, they're unemployed, strictly speaking, with AIM having been shut down in 2017 and MSN Messenger having been retired in 2014. .NET 5 support of Azure Functions Open API extension. Yes, now Azure Functions support .NET 5 for Open API extensions. If you, like me, have no idea what that is, then this blog post isn't for you. It's becoming increasingly clear that these blog posts with keyword-laden titles are there to help hit some sort of internal Microsoft KPI related to pushing Azure. I can hear you say already, George, you're being unfair. Well, if I'm being unfair, then why aren't these blog post titles telling you the outcomes they help you achieve instead of keywords of processes related to their own products? No, NVIDIA didn't fool anyone with a computer-generated CEO. Now, in case you missed this, NVIDIA used a computer-generated capture of its CEO for a short scene in its presentation, but their initial blog post on the subject made it seem like they used the CG'd CEO throughout. Now, this is still impressive, but not nearly as impressive as they initially made it out to be, which I guess is par for the course with Silicon Valley tech. Microsoft revamps Visual Studio JavaScript projects in forthcoming version. That's the, that's the post. Here's the news. Visual Studio will now rely on whatever the system, in air quotes, has installed for JavaScript frameworks when creating a new JavaScript-ish project in Visual Studio 2022. I assume it will also work seamlessly with things like Node-Env and other virtual environments. And if it doesn't, that would be a bit embarrassing, wouldn't it? .NET optional SDK workloads. Now, this came about because I saw the word workload in reference to .NET, and I had no idea what it meant. Apparently, it means a way to extend the SDK to do other things than it's, uh, than it's meant to. I can't figure out if this is a public thing where, like, you too can write extensions for the SDK, or if this is a Microsoft-only edition, or who this is even for. A decade later, .NET developers still fear being silver-lighted, by Microsoft. Now, killing Silverlight was the closest thing .NET developers had to experiencing the Red Wedding. An entire developer stack was killed overnight. 
Now, I don't claim there's any sort of guest right when it comes to technology stacks, but there's a certain amount of creative destruction taking place that Microsoft was not known for previously. Now, they still have several hundred projects to kill to even get close to Google's bloodthirstiness. There are, of course, differing views on this, as is the norm on Twitter. Async code has significantly less overhead using .NET 5 compared to .NET Core 3.1. Now, there are screenshots in this post of these benchmarks if you like that sort of things. Now, as I talked about at the top, there's the myth of the treasure fox in Skyrim. Now, this here is why I love Twitter. You learn things you'd otherwise never hear about. I won't spoil the story for you, but it's worth your time to read, even if you don't like Skyrim, even if you don't like video games. Read it. You won't be disappointed, I promise. Introducing DevOps-friendly EF Core migration bundles. DevOps here means deploying your code easily and has nothing to do with Azure DevOps. Well, either Azure DevOps on-prem or Azure DevOps on Azure. And no, I'm never letting Microsoft live that atrocious naming down. Anyway, the EF Core team has just made it easier to run database migrations in a CI environment. Highlights from Git. Dot, excuse me. Highlights from Git 2.33. Got ahead of myself there. The news here is that Git now has a new rewritten and faster merge strategy called merge-ort. To try it out, it's not the default yet. You can use the command git merge dash s space ORT when merging two branches in Git. The dash s ORT is some sort of cruel joke, I think, or at least proof that no one talks their way through commands anymore. Can you imagine telling someone with your mouth words how to do it? Type git space dash s space ORT. Yeah, no, that doesn't work. Performance improvements in .NET 6. If you like performance blog posts and you tolerate IL, this blog post is for you. It's about as deep a dive as you'll get on just what performance improvements have been made in .NET 6 and what it looks like under the covers. Visual Studio 2022 Preview 3 offers a new breakpoint context menu to help set advanced breakpoints more easily. If you don't use advanced breakpoints, they're quite magical to improving productivity when debugging like setting a breakpoint after a specific number of times code has been hit, or setting conditional breakpoints. In the we-can't-help-being-evil department, it's harder to switch default browsers in Windows 11. Now, besides the tweet, there's also an in-depth article about it on The Verge and what it means for us. Since 90s clothing is coming back in style, I suppose 90s monolopy practices should too. And lastly, you can now have global using static class name. This is a great idea. I mean, globals are already a time-honored programmer tradition. And of course, seeing methods being called that you have to use an IDE trace uh, to find out where they're called from is a wonderful idea. And that's it for what happened last week in .NET. It was a light week, but as we get closer to November and .NET 6, we should see more releases. Thanks, and I will see you next week.